Good day, all you beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Champagne. This is Toaster Tubby Time, and I am medicated for your amusement. Beautiful people, and welcome back to Toaster Tubby Time. I am so sorry that it's been uh, been a bit, and I'm 22 days. Fuck, I am so sorry about that. Um, as always, I am your host Chris, and joining me in the background, as always, is Daisy, who is quietly napping uh, as much as she can with me talking in the background. <laughs> uh, <coughs> fuck me, sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've decided that season two is kind of, I'm still working on it. Um, I'm trying to find the music. Um, you know, I got the theme and everything. It's just, you want to make it right. Uh, especially after this first year has been kind of me just playing with it, learning it, uh, getting used to it, getting more comfortable sitting behind the microphone now, um, upgrading my equipment to get something that I actually really, really love. So I'm super duper happy about that. So, um, I'm going to say apologies right now because, Quite frankly, me leaving you like that has been uh, has been dickish. So I am so sorry. I'm going to get back to posting uh, weekly. Uh, however, I am going to a new day. I'm going to be uh, releasing on uh, 12 o'clock on Sunday. Um, so this way you can listen to me on your way to church because that's what uh, that that's what it would be. That's what you would want to do. You'd want to listen to me on your way to church because, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. You don't. You, I'm happy that you're listening to me at any point in time. I don't care if you put me on just to like punish your toddlers. That's that's still pretty cool to me. I mean, hey, boo, little kids. Ha ha ha. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, uh, no. So yeah, I'm trying to uh, doing a very good job right now, or doing a very piss poor job right now of trying to keep myself emotionally stable and keep myself funny into the ha ha's. I uh, just spent the past. I'm going to say about two hours, bawling my eyes out. Um, uh, so again, we're going to revisit uh, episode 39, my love-hate relationship with Kevin Smith and Stranger Things discussion. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk to, I'm going to call him individually out on this because, uh, quite frankly, um, holy shit, uh, holy, <laughs> holy shit, I just spent two hours bawling through Clerks 3. <laughs> it was... Um, it's like if somebody took Clerks, Clerks 2, and Chasing Amy and, like, rolled them all into one where you get, like, you know, Clerks, um, and I'm going to go try and be as spoiler-free as possible. Um, you know, if I go past the first 10 minutes of the movie or so, uh, yeah, then I'm not going to really talk about a whole lot of it because, well, I might. Who knows? I'm just going to fucking say this right now. There might be spoilers. So if you haven't seen Clerks 3 yet, um, take it with a grain of salt and you'll still love it if you watch it and you listen to what I have to say first because, I don't know, it just fucking works that way. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so I know I talked about it in uh, my love-hate relationship with Kevin Smith um, was the whole uh, Randall's heart attack thing, um, which basically was the starting off of Clerks 3. Uh, and that was in the trailers, so I'm not spoiling anything with that. 
Randall has a heart attack, decides he wants to make a movie, and as a heart attack survivor myself, um, <laughs> it's different watching it um, from the point of, you know, a lot of different TV shows take this from a very medical point of it. You know, they're very much looking at the medical point of it, uh, making sure everything's okay. And um, I'm going to fucking say it right now, Kevin Smith, can, because <laughs> he's gone through it. He has gone through this. I've gone through this. Um, he grasped the absolute absurdity of a lot of this shit. I mean, uh, watching it and yeah, you're fucking wide awake. I, I was wide the fuck awake when I was having my, when they were going in through my arm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was still the little shit where, uh, you know, you have to take off all your clothes and get yourself shaved down in the groin. And uh, I got groin and wrist shaved. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's real. And it's just, it is kind of that absurdity of the whole fucking situation. And, you know, I'm sitting there crying and I'm laughing at the same time. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like it takes somebody who's been there to really fucking get it. And he really fucking got it. Um, but yeah, I'm like, holy shit. Um, holy fucking shit. <laughs> he fucking got it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he has to get it. He's gone through it. Um, but yeah, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm having at the same time, I'm laughing at the absurdity, you know, Justin Long's character is fucking just completely <laughs> hilarious. Um, so I'm laughing at the absurdity. I'm laughing at, um, you know, Randall and I'm like, I I'm, <laughs> I'm like freaked out because he's having a heart attack and you know, the whole thing, the whole while I'm just starting going through like PTSD and I'm just remembering, like I vividly like paused and I had, I relived like everything going through that, like in a quick period of time, but just, you know, getting uh disclosure agreements that, Hey, what you're going to do may kill you. Uh, you know, you could die. Um, <laughs> signing all this shit, um, getting freaking sticker things peeled off you because the first hospital has their own EKG stickies. Then the uh, Lifestar has their own EKG stickies. And then uh, Hartford hospital had to have their own EKG stickies. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I mean, it really was kind of like the, there is a lot of really weird stuff that you just go through. And I mean, you know, I remembered calling my boss and being like, oh, I'm, I was actually texting my boss. I didn't call her. I texted her. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to come into work tomorrow. I'm in the hospital having a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is a really fucking absurd situation. But yeah, uh, going back to Kevin Smith in the movie. So yeah, uh, you get the, you get some of the humor from, uh, from Clerks, uh, the absurdity humor from Clerks too, you know, cause Clerks was, a little bit more grounded in reality. Uh, whereas clerks Two definitely like ramped up the absurd levels. Um, and then clerks three just kind of kept an even keel between the two, but then added in like your really, really heartfelt shit that Kevin Smith was writing at the time. Cause I mean, he's writing his own experiences and he's basically writing his, his own current life story, meeting his, uh, youthful life story of trying to create clerks. So, I mean, there's a, a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of nostalgia. Um, yeah, I'm going to say this right now. So uh, here's your spoilers. Um, but you're going to find it, like I said, nothing in the top 10 minutes of the movie that you ain't seen. Um, 
So yeah, we get one, you start off the movie with Dante coming into work, uh, goes up to, you know, gets everything ready, goes up to the register, touches the register, and then I give you a little, oh yeah, that was me like mimicking touching the register, hitting my desk. Um, and then it goes to a view from Dante's POV, and then you see one of those, uh, I don't even know what to fucking call them. Um, somebody can, it, I, this is how I want to know that you guys listen to me. Find my Facebook page, Toaster Tubby Time, and you tell me what these fucking things are called. But they are the, um, I, I call them death dealing, uh, death playing cards, but they're the little uh, cards that they have at funerals and shit like that. Uh, you know, um, they have a picture of the person, usually has some, some verbiage and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what those are called. So if you want to, uh, if you want to let me know what those are called, uh, I'd be glad to to hear you out on that. So yeah, let me know on uh, Facebook what that's called. But anyways, it starts off with uh, Dante then patting the register, Ponte's point of view, and there's one of your uh, death playing cards with uh, Rebecca. Yeah, Becky. Becky died. That didn't stop Rosario Dawson from being in a movie. Um, but yeah, it's like a fucking gut punch. And then you really got to think about yourself back there <laughs> and be like, okay, so yeah, okay, so fuck, Becky died and... You know, here's Dante at work and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, wait a minute. Becky was pregnant. Yeah. They fucking did. Kevin Smith fucking did that. I'm like, holy shit. And they, I mean, they don't really, they they get into it a little bit. But I mean, overall, it was, uh, it was, uh, holy crap. I mean, it, it had its humor. Um, he brings in his usual group of friends, uh, you know, ever since he's done the Supergirl things, he's, and, uh, you know, they were in, uh, reboot, but, you know, Melissa Benoist and Chris Wood, um, Fred Armiston. I mean, yeah, you could basically look at almost all of his old movies and see who was in there. Justin Long, he's going to be in there. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, they, they did a good job really. Kevin Smith did a fantastic job just really bringing this whole thing to life, bringing a lot of uh, uh, a lot of heart and a lot of feeling into it. Um, um, it it's interesting because um, in in the last movie, in Jane Silent Bob uh, reboot, um, it it's interesting because Kevin Smith got to be both Bob and himself. And uh, I think he's, and I'm not going to say anything more, but I, I think he's definitely like kind of slipped into that role a lot more. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely showing. And he's, he's, I'd like to say he's maturing, but he's, he's maturing. He's, his definite look of stuff, his, his stylistic approach is definitely getting better, but I, I mean, as always, his freaking dialogue is straight up, uh, the best thing ever. Um, yeah, so I, I did, I spent two hours laughing and crying through, uh, uh, through Clerks 3, and it reminded me of that little, <laughs> oh no, it was, uh, if I could pray and cry, I was thinking of the, um, uh, Black Jeopardy skit on SNL with Tom Hanks. <laughs> he was talking about Medea, and he's like, "If I can pray, and laugh, and cry in the same movie, <laughs> I'm like, if I could laugh and cry in the same movie, like through almost the whole damn thing, it, it uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely something to check out. 
Uh, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you're going to love it. Uh, if you're not a Kevin Smith fan, I am... I'm hoping you're going to love it and you might get a little bit deeper into it. You don't need to really see a whole lot of the other stuff. Um, if you see it with somebody who has seen it, they might help you uh, understand some of the subtle subtle jokes like 37. Um, but yeah, oh, it was great to see Veronica back too. Oh my God, I can't remember her the actress's name, but it was so cool to see her back in there. Um, Koei London and Wall and see all the guys back in there and just... It was definitely something special. Um, my favorite part, uh, my favorite little like laugh that had me going and had me in stitches. And again, this is something that you wouldn't get unless you're a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, was Ethan Supley um, screaming "Why"? And that's all you need. To, <laughs> I don't know when. When Lord will I see that sailboat? And it was just fucking hilarious. I, I I'm probably slaughtering the quote, but yeah. That was fucking hilarious, especially if you consider Ethan Supley then to now. Um, it's just so weird to see so, a lot of these guys now <laughs> then to now. I mean, uh, you know, Kevin Smith was a, a bigger guy, and he's, after his heart attack, he's getting, he's leaning down. Um, uh, Brian Johnson is leaning down. Supley, holy shit, man. Ethan Supley is fucking <laughs> a beast now. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it was... It was very good to see that. Um, it, it very much, it warmed me to uh, to the cockles of my heart. Um, maybe to the subcockles of my heart. <laughs> if you get it, you get it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of a great culmination. Um, you know, I get it that he tried to close the Buick universe after Dogma and then, you know, hey, things just kind of went crazy and... He reopened it, Clerks 2, and then Reboot, and now Clerks 3. But, yeah, it it's I, – I very much enjoy seeing Kevin Smith uh, working, and I love his dialogue. Um, I love his way of projecting uh, a lot of things, too. Like, he's very much a steady cam person, and anybody could hold a camera steady, but to know where to hit an angle where you hit that just right, where it just – Bam, it's it's very effective. And he's very effective at it. Um, yeah, he doesn't do a lot of uh, motion tracking or whatever, and that that's fine. That's not his style. He's, he's, uh, uh, he's a lyricist's director, I will say. Um, but yeah, he, he knows how to make emotion real. He knows how to get the best out of his actors, which is crazy, but yeah, he can make emotion real. Uh, yeah, which is not a lot of people can say that. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these actors, um, aren't big name actors. I, I don't know if they're professionally trained actors. Um, you know, Jay Muse and Brian Halloran and, uh, Jeff Anderson. I don't know what their actual training is, <laughs> but I know he made this with his friends. So, I mean, these are his friends. It's not like they were, I mean, they may be Juilliard trained actors. I don't know, but I mean, they, they were his friends. So yeah, to, I mean, to get emotions and stuff like this out of, out of your friends, it's pretty good. Um, but especially when they're, they're not really professional actors and he just, he just, he can bring something out of people. 
That, and uh, that's a weird thing to say. He could bring so he sees something in people, and he could bring something out of people, which is a a very good talent to have as a director and a writer. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is just me basically sucking on Kevin Smith's knob. I guess <laughs> I, I don't have. I, I like I said, the only thing that I'm like. I have only one chief complaint about it is that they don't mention a whole lot of uh, of what happened with Becky and uh, and their child. Uh, I mean, they talk about Becky, but you know, at the child more so. But aside from that, I mean, this is a a pretty fucking hella good uh, Kevin Smith movie. So I'm gonna, yeah, I mean, me, I'm ranking Chasing Amy ten out of ten. I'm going to rate this one like a solid nine and a half out of 10 with that one piece of exposition that really kind of would have helped um, or at least filled out, rounded out the story a little bit more. But I completely get the need for not talking about it because obviously the brutality of like, you know, how old was she? What? Blah, blah. So, I mean, was she born? And, uh, yeah, it's just fucked up. And yeah, so again my only chief complaint and yeah so I, I did go pretty far into spoilers territory so i'm so sorry if you were listening to this hoping for a spoiler free thing but it's my podcast and i can do what i want so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah aside from that yet yeah, uh some more little news uh, uh again we have season two is coming up i really 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 want to make this perfect for you guys we're gonna have like guest stars and everything. Um, maybe I'm going to start stealing some ideas from other popular podcasters. Um, <laughs> I'll start doing like Reddit things. Like, am I the asshole? Uh, I should find a really fucked up, like bizarrely, uh, so bizarre side of Reddit that, uh, I can read those stories. Like people will be like, what the fuck? <laughs> am I the asshole? I stuffed a comb in my derriere. <laughs> You're not the asshole, but you probably got a bleeding one. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely working on something very good. But, yeah, we're going to be back weekly. for. Uh, we're going to keep continuing season one because I'm having fun with season one, and I don't want you guys – I don't want to lose you guys. I love you guys. Come back to me. I promise I'll be better. No, I'm not going to be that kind of person. I'm going to be posting weekly. Again, I'm changing to Sunday because – Sunday for me means that you get to have, uh, you know, I get a whole extra day because, you know, instead of weeknights where I'm working on this, I can, I can record it Friday and then clean up on Saturday um, or add more or even include more on Saturday or even just record wholly on Saturday. It depends on what the fuck I'm doing on Friday uh, because I have a very busy social life. Um, my phone is ringing off the hook <laughs> and I'm fucking with you. I don't do nothing. Um, but yeah, I am going to be posting again weekly until we get season two up running. I'm, I want to take like, I don't know what I might do. Cause I don't want to fuck with you guys and be like, oh, I'm going to take a week off and then it'll be season two. So what I think I might do, oh, this might be a special little treat. What I think I might do, I'm, I'm applauding myself here. I'm going like, to give myself applause. <laughs> yeah, I hit the wrong button here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what we're going to do, um, I'm telling you this now, this is a secret, um, I'm going to do a season one and season two, like a season one finale and season two drop on the same day. What do you think about that shit? Let me know. Um, 
Find me on Facebook. Let me know what the fuck you think. Uh, again, I love you, beautiful beeholes, and I will talk to you next week. It's the way you walk. It's the way you talk. It's the way you shine. It's the way that turn in a walking on in a walking night. And I'm sorry not to follow me. And it's all over. One thing I know is this is my life.